You're listening to Love and War with David Harwood. This is a weekly podcast where David offers spiritual insights that are aimed to enhance your relationship with God, yourself, and others. If you are edified by what you hear, please recommend this podcast to people you love. Now, here's David. This is the second meditation I'm producing pertaining to the topic of pleasing God in our thought lives. Let's begin in Psalm 19, verse 14. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Our thoughts about ourselves can give the Lord pleasure. We can honor him in everything, including our view of ourselves and our circumstances. Let's try to set a firm biblical foundation as we proceed in these meditations. To refresh our memories, here is my paraphrase of Psalm 19, verse 14. Let the words of my mouth and my heart's deepest thoughts give your presence pleasure. Today, I want to reinforce a simple, taken-for-granted truth. It is possible to please or displease our Creator. Our scriptures teach that both our actions and the subjects of our meditation can give God pleasure. This is a biblical reality we are called to embrace. Additionally, this is really true. We can learn to please God. It is not an impossible task. In fact, Paul taught that it is possible to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 10, trying to learn what is pleasing to the Lord. And this includes our thought lives. Obviously, we can make progress in this. In addition, Paul wrote in Philippians chapter 4 verse 8, finally, brethren, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there is any excellence, and if anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things. Those types of meditations please God. I can't believe there is anyone hearing this who does not want to grow in their relationship with God. Part of developing this relationship is seeking to give him pleasure. We are to aspire to be pleasing to God. Remember, this deals with both what we do and what we think. We read of this here in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 9. Therefore, we also have as our ambition, whether at home or absent, to be pleasing to him. Praise God! We can learn to please the Lord in the way we live and think. Our innermost thought lives can be guided by our desire to delight God. In contrast to this, we can displease God. The first reference to humanity's thoughts and motives being displeasing to the Lord is in Genesis 6. Genesis chapter 6 verse 5 reads, Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great on the earth, and that every intent of the thoughts of his heart 
was only evil continually. What was God's response? The next verse, Genesis 6, verse 6, The Lord was sorry that he had made man on the earth, and he was grieved in his heart. Humanity's wicked acts began in their evil intents. Our Messiah encouraged us to look beneath the surface to the thoughts and intentions of our hearts. Allow me to offer four examples from our rabbi's instruction. Here they are, given in alphabetical order from the letter A. Adultery, anger, anxiety, and avarice. Most likely you are familiar with the following verses, but please take an extra few moments to consider these. Adultery, Matthew 5, verse 28. But I say to you, the Lord said, but I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lust for her has already committed adultery with her in his heart. From Matthew chapter 5, verses 21 through 22a, the Lord deals with anger. You have heard that the ancients were told, you shall not commit murder, and whoever commits murder shall be liable to the court. But I say to you, that everyone who is angry with his brother shall be guilty before the court. The Lord deals with anxiety in Matthew chapter 6, verse 34a. The Lord said, So do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will care for itself. Finally, in our list of A's, we come to avarice. Matthew 6, verse 24, the Lord said, No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and wealth. It is easy to agree that Jesus put an emphasis upon our inner lives. He warned us about and prohibited certain thought patterns. There may be justified, righteous, beloved, delightful children of God who still meditate on things that are not pleasing in his sight. Am I exaggerating when I say that those who indulge adulterous thoughts or nurse anger or give place to anxiety or avarice are not pleasing God in their meditations? Before I continue, let me refer you to 1 John chapter 1, verses 9 and 10. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar, and his word is not in us. Some of you who are listening to this may need to just halt the recording and spend some time talking with God about perhaps some places in your thought lives that you have been giving over to uh, thoughts concerning adultery or anger or anxiety or avarice. Welcome back. To continue, the psalm we've been using as a pattern prayer is a plea to give God pleasure in our thought lives. No matter how whole we may be, I am convinced that we can all please God more than we do. Even in the weakness of my desire, I can testify that I want to please him more. I'm sure that I'm not alone. This is normative for those who love the Lord. Let's pray with King David. 
Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Well, is this longing a trap? It could be if we are not grounded in the realities of the gospel. However, trying to learn to please God does not produce bondage if we start off with the foundation of already being pleasing to him. We must be steadfastly convinced of the relational benefits derived from the Messiah's sacrifice. Let's call these benefits foundational favor. If we are trying to act so as to warrant foundational favor, we have not yet believed the good news as we ought. Some mistakenly say that it is impossible to please God any more than he is already pleased with his children. They may be mistaking foundational favor with the development of their relationship with God. After all, John wrote that there is a phenomena described as grace on top of grace. John chapter 1 verse 16b from the Tree of Life version. I really like that translation. Grace on top of grace. It is possible to have already received heaven's favor and then act in such a way as to provoke further manifestations of favor. It is possible to be foundationally pleasing to God and act in a way that is pleasing in his sight. Even Jesus grew in grace. It is written that he grew in favor with God. Luke chapter 2 verse 52, and Jesus kept increasing in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and men. John 8 verse 29 it's written that the Lord always did the things which pleased the Father. John 8 29 and he who sent me is with me. He has not left me alone for I always do the things that are pleasing to him. Paul wrote those who were already pleasing to God that they could become discipled in that which pleases God more and more. It is possible to further please the one we already please. This is a high ambition. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 9, it's written, Therefore we also have as our ambition, whether at home or absent, to be pleasing to him. Let's pray. Lord, disciple us to think and speak about ourselves in a way that increasingly pleases you. My paraphrase of Psalm 19 verse 14, I think it's appropriate here. Let the words of my mouth and my heart's deepest thoughts give your presence pleasure. Let's please God. Love and War is written and presented by David Harwood. Editing is by David and Sammy Avino, who is also the producer and technical advisor for the podcast. David is the pastor of Restoration Fellowship in Glencove, New York, and the author of the books God's True Love and For the Sake of the Fathers. To purchase copies of David's books, please go to loveofgodproject.org. The theme song for this podcast is Skirmish, from the album Combustion, 
which was written and performed by Leonard Jones. Additional episodes of Love and War can be downloaded on the Podbean app or through iTunes. For more information on Love and War, Restoration Fellowship, God's True Love, or For the Sake of the Fathers, visit us on restorationfellowshipny.com, loveofgodproject.org, book.forthesakeofthefathers.com, or you can follow us on Facebook at Restoration Fellowship NY, Love of God Project, Love and War DH, and For the Sake of the Fathers. If you have any questions or comments, feel free to email David at loveandwar underscore dh at yahoo.com. As always, please remember to share Love and War and support us by leaving a positive review on iTunes and Podbean.